This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's got to look it. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. That's right. It's time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. A tough one for the Oakland Athletics as they are shut out by the Chicago Cubs. They have lost six in a row, but there are definitely some positives in this game that we will go over. The number 833-625-2278. And the thing first that will stand out, you go to the very start of the game through the first five innings, Ken Waldachuk, after what he did in Baltimore, where he went deeper into a game, well over 100 pitches. Ken, again tonight, 100 pitches and five shutouts. Yeah, he did a good job, and he used this changeup, so the A's really mixed it up against the Cubs after the Cubs had the, the 20 hits last night, Chris. Now, through a lot of pitches, and he, the A's need to have their starters go more than five innings, but he, he threw 29 of those pitches in the first inning. So, yeah, back-to-back starts that were are certainly positives for Waldachuk. Yeah, and, it, you know, the reality is when you have to use X amount of relievers – it takes only one guy to have an off night to ruin everything. And tonight, that was May. So here you have, you, you know, Mole goes out, does his job. Caprellian does his job. May doesn't. Next thing you know, it ends up costing you the game. But that is when you have your starters go five innings or less, that means it can take quite a few guys sometimes to carry either four or five innings at the end of the game. And it just takes one. Plus, you got blanked offensively, too, right? Yeah. That puts a lot more pressure on things. And, you know, Trevor May is a guy that the A's acquired and they coveted in the offseason as a free agent. There's plenty of time to turn things around. But it's been a tough start for Trevor. I know it, it irks him, certainly. But he's a guy the A's have to get on track. And especially with Danny Jimenez going on the I.L., May serves in a key role for the A's out of the bullpen, Chris. And you talk about the other guys. Marcus Stroman was fantastic. What a start of the year for him that he is having. I mean, you look at the Chicago Cubs with a lot of pieces that they added. He's not going to get the win, but he lowered his ERA to 0.75. He's really been a ground ball machine this year. What a pickup. That's uh, two earned runs he's allowed, right, Stroman? And so... He's made four starts. He's allowed two earned runs. Great example of a guy. He, he doesn't throw that hard. He threw harder when he was younger, but he's a low 90s guy. 91, 92, sinker. Good breaking balls, but he's impossible, almost impossible to hit out of the ballpark. So he had a good year last year, and, and he's, you know, he's, he's one of the better pitchers around right now. Yeah, coming into today, Nine of the ten hits he allowed had been singles, and 66.7% of the balls put into play had been hit on the ground. I mean, he's a ground ball throwing machine. And 57.7% for his career, Chris, and I think he's second 
He's second among pitchers who've thrown as many as 190 innings that are active. Uh, in terms of uh, being stingy as far as giving up home runs, like .84 per nine innings. So I know we're delving deep into numbers. The bottom line is Marcus Stroman is really good. And let's end on this. You excited about tomorrow? It seems like it's even though things are, things are going really bad, we're not going to deny that. We deal with this every single day. We could talk about the fire that's going on with the ball club and all the losses and everything, but there seemed to little, be a little something, a little juice in the ballpark with what's going to go on tomorrow. Yeah, at some point they have to win a series, Chris. They've lost every series so far this year, and you've got to turn, you have to turn that around. But, yeah, Mason Miller, he's a really intriguing guy. We went through his bio and, and stories and numbers on him during the broadcast. But to see a guy coming out of the pen or coming on to start the game with such limited experience, 28 and two-thirds innings in pro baseball, but as David Force said, he's just forced his way on here. His only game in AAA was just so dynamic that the A's felt, you know, he was ready, and he's always been a strike thrower, which is a little unusual for a guy with limited experience who throws 100, right, Chris? A lot of those guys need uh, more refining, need to fine-tune their command, but it's legit. Um, I haven't seen him throw in person. I watched the game that he pitched against the Mariners in spring training on TV and consistently hitting 99, 100, 101, so... Yeah, and at the point where the A's are at, it won't, he's not the only one that's going to be called up from AAA. I think you're going to see gradually an influx of guys coming up uh, from the minor leagues this year and next year, and I think it would be great to get those guys up here at some point and have them play together and hopefully build the next good A's ball club of guys that have a chance to play together up here. Great stuff. You have a wonderful broadcast tomorrow. Okay, buddy. That is the great Ken Korak, the Bay Area Radio Hall of Famer and the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Yep, the shutout absolutely stinks. There's no question about it. But a lot of think of what you're going to want to talk tonight at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278 is something's coming. You got a guy that throws 100 miles an hour. That people looked at, you saw what he did in the Arizona Fall League. We have seen this before where somebody has had some issues, but they go to the Arizona Fall League, light it up, and next thing you know, they're getting the call to the big leagues. And how things are changing. What would be the point to have him in Vegas? Throws 100, as Ken said, going to hopefully throw strikes, and he's going to come out and compete. You want to see it. Why waste the bullets in Las Vegas? Get him here and see what he has. You, you're at a season right now where you're 3-15. and 15. What do you have to lose? Martin Gallegos from MLB.com has said he's going to be coming up. I told you. I've been saying it, whether it's A's Cast Live, I've been saying it here on the Clubhouse Show. The way this front office has worked for years, and now this is truly the David Force show, as he is running it, as Billy Bean has taken a step back, he's there to support. I just had a conversation two days ago with Billy Bean here at the ballpark. And he talked about he's here for support. He's here, but it's real. It's David's show. And David Force is not going to sit around and just do the same thing over and over and over again. Movement is coming. We'll talk about it right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Mason Miller, there we're going to play tonight for you. It's 833-625-2278. I mean, you look down at what happened tonight down at AAA. Soderstrom went yard, had a triple also. Rosinski. Pitched. He's going to get called. He's he's going to come soon. Obviously, Drew was signed here. What he did in the KBO for years, come here to be a strike thrower, be a veteran guy. Hopefully, Blackburn. I mean, so there there should be some things coming up to help. And, of course, Martin Gallego is talking about Jordan Diaz going to be called up. How that's going to work, I don't know. We haven't seen Ramon Laureano for two days in the lineup. Could he be heading to the IL? Which then I'd be thinking to myself, wow. Seth Brown goes to the IL. You call up You call up Smith. Laureano goes on the IL. You call up Diaz. So potentially two outfielders to the DL with two infielders being called up. Very interesting. Let's go to Zach and Newark. Zach, lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show. How you doing, buddy? Um, you know, it's funny. This is the third time I'm calling in this season. Every time, apparently I have a different location. I'm from New York. Uh, I've had uh, Newark. That's a new one, New York. And then the other day I had Oakland. But I am from New York, actually. I'm a loyal A's fan. My dad was a big A's fan. I uh, take the heritage from him. And I live in Yankee country. So so let, so let me get this straight. You've called the show three times. And three different times, we've had you in three different locations. Yeah, yeah. Well, our call screeners, uh, (laughs) they're making it very interesting for us so far this season then. Hey, I'm here for it. But um, what I want to get to is, um, yeah, everybody's talking about Miller. I'm very excited, obviously. Um, There's just something about the the hype, I believe, with young arms, with, with pitchers because of the need and the volume of pitchers nowadays, which we always talk about. I'm excited about him, but I'm almost just excited about Diaz. We signed this kid years ago, mm-hmm. years ago from Columbia, and he slowly and gradually he's shown the potential. It's more so on his bat than anything. He looks like, I think, more of a DH long-term. But his bat, he makes contact. You want to talk about someone who can get on base, it's going to be Diaz. It's going to be interesting to see how they fit him in the lineup moving forward, um, especially when you talk about guys like Brown and Mariano coming back. Um, I want to hear your thoughts about him. 
Say that again about who coming back? When Once uh, Laureano and Seth Brown come back, how are they still going to be able to squeeze in a player like Diaz in the lineup? <sighs> well, I mean, Laureano, we don't know if – I mean, tomorrow – I mean, he could be in the lineup tomorrow. So I'm just speculating right now. If I, I'm trying to figure out how you're going to fit him. Appreciate the phone call, Zach. I'm trying to – how are you going to fit Diaz here? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see – Tomorrow, how that works out, just popped up on Twitter. Martin Gallegos uh, put it out there because he was taken out of – Diaz was taken out of the lineup in Las Vegas for the game today. And then, obviously, Martin has heard something. So, when he comes up, I – you know, there's got to be a move made. I don't know. It's going to be a while before Seth Brown comes back. But this is something I said about Diaz last year. And I floated it out. And people kind of poo-pooed it because of how bad our season was going. Remember, 64 players used last year. But to me, Diaz being called up without a position, really, where do you play him? So what did they do? They went, ah, play him at second base. And I'll never forget that I'm like, wait a minute, second base? Has this guy even played second base? And we went through, he's never played second base ever in the minor leagues, but he makes his debut for the A's and they put him out at second base. Now, once again, bad year last year, what does it matter? Put it, Got to put him somewhere, hell, just put him at second base. But the thing was, his age, where they have been ultra-conservative with guys. The A's have been. And we have talked, you know, we have the David Force show. And we've asked David about this, and we've said, you know, when was the last time you, you called some up when someone went from double-A to the big leagues? And, you know, they have been very conservative where, you know, they want to get the guy to go from double-A, then take him to triple-A, and let him have success at triple-A, then bring the guy up. And sometimes it's been like, you know, let's get some guys up here. Let's go. Let's go. And they brought Diaz up. And to me, it was like they think very highly of this kid at his age to bring him up without a position. And I asked a couple people and everybody kind of, and I I still stick by it. There was something to his call-up last year at his age, without a position, because they wanted to get him here and watch him hit at the big league level. When now it doesn't mean anything, the team is so bad, season's a wash, but he's young, just give him a second base glove, go out there and play it, but hit. Get that experience. And you know what? This is not going to be a glass half full thing that I'm about to say. And we're taking your phone calls, 833-625-2278. This is not glass half full. I'm not trying to sell you anything. This year stinks. You know it. I know it. There's no sugarcoating it. But the bad start in the end could be a blessing. I said earlier today on my talk show, A's Cast Live, mark it on your calendar. But I know all you people don't have calendars anymore. So put it in your phones. April 18th, Tuesday, 2023. This day will be important because this is the day that, you know what? Horrible start. Let's start moving some players. 
let's let's start the process earlier than they wanted to. That's what this is. Think about it. If this team got out to a, I don't know, close to 500, maybe a couple games under 500, maybe they super overachieved and we're two games under 500 right now. These moves, these moves wouldn't be made. I mean, we've kind of all agreed on this show. We've all kind of agreed in our little A's world that if you're going to rebuild, rebuild. If you're going to go young, go young. We, we've lived it, not from an A standpoint, but it wasn't that long ago in the baseball timeline that we were kicking the Astros in the teeth and we were all calling them the Lastros. Remember on Twitter, hashtag Lastros? I mean, you just got to go back to what, 13, 14? I know it seems like a long way away, but it really wasn't that long ago. And, you know, we've seen that the Chicago Cubs before they won the World Series did it. Just we saw what the Orioles have done. I mean, if you're going to lose, lose and go young. Let the young guys come up, let them play. But, of course, the A's don't always do that. They're going to sign some veteran guys. They want to have some respect. They want to be respectable. So let's face it. If this team, as we know it, had gone out and won more games, as Ken Korak just said, they haven't won a series. Well, what if they had won some series? Fool's gold, right? You would have... You wouldn't have Mason Miller coming up tomorrow. You wouldn't have Jordan Diaz coming up. And if these guys are coming up, you know what that means? That means Soderstrom, who I think is the next guy. It's been a long time since we've had the guy. Now, you could probably say Matt Olson was that guy, no doubt. You know, through the years, you had certain players that really started to develop. But when you started to think about someone like a Giambi, Someone like a Tejada. I think Matt Olson could have been that guy long term. As I still think Matt Olson is going to, you know, forever. Chapman, I mean, Simeon's off to a good start now. Chapman, I mean, there's a, but to me, the best player I thought that we had was Matt Olson. Still think that. Uh, he went yard tonight down in San Diego. But Soderstrom could be a guy that brought up young and could be here for a long time. And then he talked Geloff and then all these guys. But by this team getting off to a, a tough start, it's speeding up the process. So if I'm going to say, hey, if there's anything good to sit around and say, 3-15, well, and 3-15, and 15, oh, my God, disaster. Well, yeah, but it may force the hand of the younger players coming up to play. And you know what? That's something I can get excited about by saying, hey, the future is starting to come. We're watching these guys. Let's see them grow, and let's see if they can be the real deal. I don't know how anybody would complain with that. Let's go to Kirby in Petaluma. Kirby, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Let's go to Doug in Portland. Doug, go ahead. You're on the A's Clubhouse show. Uh, This is Robert. In Portland. 
All right, so already we've had one guy not in – he was in New York, but Newark, and we've gone Doug, but it's actually Robert. Come on, Pastorino. What kind of show are you running back there? Go ahead, Robert. Hey, great job over the weekend. Uh, you know, you brought back all my old days when I was a you know teenager in 73 in right field with my sister and dad when Campy – that seventh game knocked one right at us, and then Reggie finished them off, hit it, it you know, into right field as well. That was just <laughs> – I just loved this weekend. I couldn't call you, but I I wanted to thank you, man. It, all you did was bring back when I was, a, you know, young. Well, it, well you know what? The, it, it's so special, and it was great last year. It's 72 team, and great once again – but we really need to cherish these moments of celebrating one of the greatest teams in the history of baseball and, and, and to watch them get together. I mean, for, for, for us to sit there and go, Oh my God, these guys, they're world series champions. But really when I'm able to do what I do, the interviews with them and when they're around their families and everything to know how much that these guys appreciate coming back, being recognized and getting to see each other, because obviously they all live in different parts of the country, and they don't always get to see each other. But we bring these guys back, and they are so close as a group. As we say, they were teammates. They won World Series. They fought like brothers, but they were, I mean, they are like brothers. You see, if, if everybody could have saw the moment, I was interviewing Vida Blue, and Vida gets done. And as Vida gets done... Reggie Jackson walks in, and just right in front of us, there was just there was just my producer, Commander Cody, myself, uh, Vida, Reggie. There was just a few people in the room, and to watch these two guys see each other, and I don't think they had seen each other in a long time. Man, it's magical. It's beautiful stuff. These guys care so much about each other. Well, you you know you're really lucky. I got I'm jealous because. That was the only game that they won a World Series, in, you know, at the Coliseum. You know, that game, that seventh game. And, I, you know, I was there. But I, I've, I've never met, you know, I've gone to card shows and missed Reggie. I, you know, I just, I would do anything. But I, could, I can't get down there from now that we moved out of the Bay. But I just, I just wanted to thank you because I know how much fun it is for you, too. Uh, it's, I mean, you know. Reggie Jackson talking to him in our, in our interview about how this was the start of him being Mr. October, truly one of the greatest nicknames in the history of American sports, Mr. October. It started in 1973, and he talked about it. I mean, it's he's Reggie Jackson, for God's sakes. He was... A, the man is a superstar. He's been in movies. He's been in TV shows. They had a candy bar named after him. He's Reggie Jackson. <laughs> well, hey, just wanted to thank you for that. But Oh, I wanted to mention something. This, this maze reminded me of how Jim Johnson started when we picked him up from the Orioles. I mean, this guy's he's a piece of work out there right now. He's a mess. It reminds me of Jim Johnson. Remember when we picked him up? Oh yeah, this guy's, you know, he's useless. He's he can't even get it out. You know, I don't know how many walks he's given up. The short six innings of work he's done, but 
you know, I mean, and he's a veteran. I mean, the guy's had some, you know, really nice years. Uh, maybe he just doesn't want to be here. Who knows? I, I just can't figure that out. But I just, hey, I, I wanted to bring it up about over the weekend. We're just going to have one of those years, and you're hanging in there. I want to support the hell out of you, what you do. And everybody just should, uh, you know, think about these kids that are going to be, be coming up because Miller, he's 24. He should be coming up. I mean, Waldachek, he's 25. So Miller, it isn't like they're rushing him. I know he hasn't pitched nearly as much, but he's 24 years old. Bring him up. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I agree. Thank you for the phone call, Robert. I agree. I've been talking about it for a while. That whole, you got to throw 500 innings. You need 1,500 at-bats. You know, a lot of these guys, they're coming out of programs, whether they're coming out of college, even the guys coming out of high school, they're highly developed. These aren't bumpkins that you're taking out of high school. These kids have been, if you're taking guys out of high school, these kids have been playing in showcase games. They've been playing in pressure situations. These guys are coming out of college programs. We talked, we, we've talked about it with multiple people on Ace Cast Live. The, the data, the care, the medical care, the training is far better in college baseball than it is in minor league baseball. The facilities are far better. Minor league baseball is archaic, especially at the lower levels. It's archaic. I'm telling you, you can get better coaching, better data, better care, better training, better food, better everything. Sometimes it's like the minor league system. It's not what it used to be. People, I mean, you, you got a guy throwing 100 miles an hour, blowing people away. You're 3 and 15. What's the point of having, especially, are we starting going to start seeing the trend that offense is so out of hand at the AAA level, PCL, it's so out of hand. Whether you're playing in elevation, the thin air, pitchers are just getting roped. It's, it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Is it better just to go double A to here? Why even have a guy, a primetime guy, stop there? We've talked about it with Scott Emerson. Like, how do you send a guy down to AAA if a guy's struggling here? How do you send him down to AAA to try and gain confidence and get better when you're basically sending him to a pinball machine? They light it up like a pinball machine down there. It's totally offensive. I, so why keep him there? Bring him here. Love the idea. The number, 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. 
When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through April 23rd, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. Get moving in the most fun-to-drive Honda vehicles yet. Like the Civic, the vehicle car and driver called more fun to drive than the competition. And the HRV with more style and more exhilarating performance. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Civic or 2023 HRV. Brought to you by your Northern California Honda dealers. Buy or reserve yours today. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI and Type R car and driver October 2021. This is A's Clubhouse. And the number is 833-625-2278. A's shutout by the Cubbies. Four zip. Final game of the series tomorrow, 1235. That means what? At noon. Is it 1155 or noon? 1155 will have A's total access with, with A's total access. With Johnny Dosco, and that's presented by Chevron. 11.55, we get you ready for A's baseball. I do want to mention Ken Waldachuk. And very happy with the outing. Now, I know you go, hey, it's just five innings. All right. But backing up what he did in Baltimore with five shutouts, This is the process of a season like this where you allow guys to work through things because early on wasn't so hot. But when Ken Waldachuk has his changeup, it 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 is a different it's a different world. We know he's got a really good arm. When he has the changeup, he's a different pitcher. Takes me back to the last time an A's pitcher actually won a game. An A's pitcher hasn't won a game yet this season. Now, the record was actually set last year by the Pittsburgh Pirates. They didn't have a starter win a game in their first 27 games. That's an MLB record. (laughs) A's got to get one soon. But Ken Waldachuk won the last game of the season, if you remember, against Shohei Otani and the Angels. That's the last time an A's starting pitcher has won a game. And Ken Waldachuk, we talked to him about that game in spring training when we were down there. And he said, I didn't have my best stuff, but I had my changeup. And right then that tells you, okay, 
That's a pitch. When he has that, he's able to compete with the fastball. Obviously, the breaking ball. But when he's got the changeup going, the confidence that he has, he has that legit chance to compete. As you saw today, five shutout. Too many pitches for five innings. But, hey, five innings, shutout, 102 pitches, backs up what he did in Baltimore where we talked to Mark Kotze on the Mark Kotze show. He was thrilled with that outing to let him go where he he was able to give the A's innings when they really, really needed it. It's a growing process, and you're going to see a lot this year. There's going to be the good. There's going to be the bad. But you know what? I'll take this outing tonight from Ken Waldachuk, five innings of shutout baseball. Tyler and Antioch. Tyler, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Oh, thank you. Uh, to start, uh, I'll say shout-out to Kenny for sure. He, he threw a good one today. And I remember the last game of the season, uh, 162, he threw like seven strong. So I think he's going to be solid for sure. But uh, thanks for having me. I just wanted to, to say, man, A's fans know what's going on. The owner, he does not care about building a real team. Like, all you got to do is look at the numbers. It's that obvious. And uh, the fact that he's making, like, top four, top five profit and we're spending bottom five, bottom three on the on payroll, it's pretty trash. So, Ace fans, it's bad as far as how many people are showing up in the stadium, but it's for a good reason. Because Ace fans are tired of what's what's been thrown out there. So, that's really what I want to say. John Fisher, if you're listening, you suck, man. <laughs> we could be doing much better. All right, Tyler, appreciate the phone call. I'm not going to defend anything. That's not my job. It's not my role. I will say this. The Forbes changed the numbers. So a lot of people saw the initial number. Uh, that wasn't the actual number. They retracted the number and brought it back. But, yes, yeah, still the A's made money. But not what the original with the original thing that they said that got everybody going, oh, my God, I can't believe it. They retract that. I don't know how many people actually saw that. But people's feelings are their feelings. And that's something that, uh, you know, just a reality. Until, until a stadium is built, until it's built, that's when everybody will be happy. That's the one thing that I can guarantee you. That's the one thing that will that that will change so many things. Doesn't always guarantee that you're going to have the greatest attendance. I mean, attendance right now they were talking about, you know, talk about attendance attendance in Cincinnati. They had the lowest, I guess, crowd they've ever had in a game last night and I guess it wasn't good tonight. So it, uh, the new ballparks don't – you get a honeymoon period. You got to take advantage of that honeymoon period. But for at least our fan base, for our franchise, for just not, for just not the fans, for the people that work here, for the people that have worked here for 40, 30, 20. We're talking people have worked here for many, many years. What it will be for everybody. Everybody who's around this product. Everybody who's around this organization. And when you do that, when it happens, 
all the bad stuff from the past, nobody cares anymore. As much as I can't stand the San Francisco Giants, they are a prime example. They were a franchise that literally had one foot out the door to St. Petersburg. There would have been no Tampa Bay Devil Rays. The Giants were moving there. Peter McGowan and his group, you know, Peter McGowan of Safeway, no longer with us, did an unbelievable job. Larry Bear, who's still there, they saved the Giants. And they had an unbelievable mayor who could make things happen, who had unbelievable political will. And I interviewed him for years when I was on the KMBR Morning Show, which was the Giants flagship. Willie Brown was a power broker. Willie Brown had power. He had power at City Hall. He had power with the City Council. He had power with the port. He had power with Save the Bay. He had juice. Willie Brown is the reason why Pack Bell Park you call it Oracle Park now. Willie Brown is a big reason. There's a lot of reasons, but he's a big reason why that thing got built. Political power, political juice, a political player who wanted it to happen, who helped make it happen. And think about all the issues at Candlestick Park for all those years. Candlestick, candlestick this, candlestick that. It's blah, blah, blah. Once Pac Bell Park opened up, nobody cared. Nobody cared. They actually got a whole, the Giants all of a sudden got a whole brand new fan base. People actually from San Francisco started going to the games. Majority of people went to Giants games weren't from San Francisco. A lot of people who live in San Francisco are not from San Francisco. It's a city where people come to work and the young people come. I mean, it's it's an interesting city. It's an international city. City people come from all over the world. But all of a sudden, you had this jewel of a ballpark, and everybody wanted to go, and no one cared about Candlestick. Candlestick's been torn down for years. You drive up 101, you look over and go, damn, every single time I drive up and I look over. Because I did, I did football games there, baseball games there. I, it's weird. You look over, Candlestick's gone. It's been gone for a long time, and nobody cares. You build a new ballpark, no one's going to remember. Some people, maybe you, maybe you'll hold on to the pain. But most people, once you build a new ballpark, you don't care because you got the new ballpark. So until we have that, we're going to have like that last call. Let's go to Bruce. Bruce, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, good evening, Chris. Great show. The last couple of nights I've been able to listen. Um, You know, last night you were talking about some of the the history of uh, the Coliseum, particularly the A's, but also the – the Raiders, uh, you know, Bill King, we wasn't mentioned, you know, we talked about Monty Moore and some others, but Bill King, as far as I'm concerned, was the man as far as announcing and play by play. Um, I had the opportunity from 1972 to 1980, uh, to be the press lounge caterer for the A's and the Raiders. And, um, Bill King was probably one of just my favorite, favorite people, uh, come in before the game and uh you know have a time to 
to chat with the local people and just would always give us a plug for our business and just a wonderful man. Um, I spent most of my life in the food business, but as a child, my stepfather was, uh, his name was Doc Hartman, and uh, he was a, a professional baseball trainer, never made it to the major league club, but uh, spent most of his career with Stockton Ports and the San Jose Bees a long time ago. And when you talk about paying their dues in the minors, uh, he did 38 years uh, as wow. a trainer. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> he uh, was a Texas leaguer uh, for the during the Korean War, and there was no real training when he threw, and he threw out his he was a pitcher threw out his right arm had big knots in it his whole life, and he wanted to make it his job that that would never happen to another player. Uh, the Kansas City Royals trainer taught him, well, I'm going to call it um, osteopathic treatments rather than chiropractors, uh, be, to help players. And uh, there's a chapter on him in a book called A Year in the Miners. It was written in 1975 by a man named Richard B. Little, L-Y-T-T-L-E. And I don't remember what uh, chapter it is, but there's a chapter on Doc. But uh, I used to travel with him when I was a little kid by bus, of course, he drove the bus, too, to make extra money. And my mother would do the laundry, the whites. You know, we didn't, they had nice uniforms, but those were all professionally laundered. But all the whites, you know, the T-shirts, the socks, and all that stuff, my mom would have a new washer or dryer every year because we did so much laundry. But the dues that the, the players pay in the minors, this is my suspicion that the best baseball players in this country and maybe others also have never made the major leagues because the dues that they had to pay are so so high that they said hey look i gotta go do something else for a living i can't continue on i'm 25 years old i can't make it in the off season i'm having to to whatever do some other work uh, my favorite ball player of all time, you'll never have heard of him, his name was Tommy Summers. Played for the San Jose Bees. I always sat with him on the bus. You know, being a little kid, he would make sure that I didn't get too much bad influence. Uh, he ended up having to quit. He was a third baseman and become an insurance salesman because uh, he could, uh, you know, could no longer afford and, you know, trying to become a, a father and all the stuff that, you know, our American dream is. He ended up having to, to leave baseball. Well, Fine Raleigh man. Fingers That's told it. me uh, we had the interview with Raleigh Fingers on Sunday. Uh -huh. Raleigh talked about after right at, right after the '73 World Series, he 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 went to I think at Sears or it was it was some department store. Raleigh Fingers right after the World Series went right to work. Sure, and that's yeah. Raleigh Fingers. Yeah, yeah, and so I got to know a few of these guys. Not on a real personal level, but, uh, you know, I had a restaurant in Alameda and a restaurant in Oakland. And, you know, some of the ball players would stop by on their day off or after a ball game and say hello. And uh, some of the managers and, and uh, myself, we got to become somewhat close. And I can remember one of the, the young ball players buying his first new car. And, you know, some 
somebody that uh, is just out of college and he had a new car. It wasn't anything real fancy, but it was new. And it was it was fancy for him. I think it was a Monte Carlo back in the early 70s. And I think that was a football player. I think it was Mickey Marvin. doesn't matter who it was. But, uh, you know, they were accessible to the people around town. You know, you'd, you'd meet up with them at different places, restaurants and shopping centers and that sort of thing. And I suppose that's a rare deal today. But uh, anyway. Chris, well, I Bruce, I, 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 I appreciate the phone call. You have a great night. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We got a lot of going on here. We got a shutout. Not good. Like Waldachuk's outing. Ryan Noda does something. I wonder if anybody's noticing. Yeah, there's only two hits tonight. But if you keep following what's going on on a day-to-day basis, Ryan Noda does what we always laugh about. Moneyball, Brad Pitt, talking about what does he do? He gets on base. A base hit, a walk. Ryan Noda continues to get on base game after game after game. These are the things we have to follow. And call-ups, they're coming. Change, youth movement, on the way. It's the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278 on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. The doctor will see you now. But do they really... Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through April 23rd, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast.
Rockies first pitch. A swung on it, hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. We'll hear from the skipper in moments. Let's go to Albert Livermore. You're now on the A's Clubhouse Show. Do we have Albert? All righty, we will have him in just a sec. Let me know when he is ready to go. And I know he wants to talk about the offense. Do we have Albert? Go ahead, Albert. Albert and Livermore. Yeah, hi. Yes, hi. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me on tonight. Um, so, yeah, I want to talk about the offense a little bit, or the lack of. Uh, uh there there wasn't any and um you know it that seems to be kind of an ongoing theme here what do you think about what what's going to happen with in in the future with with players being swapped out here uh the possibility of players being swapped out because i'm starting to think that you know with the lack of offense tonight and uh with uh we we don't you know we don't have any scoring, and uh, you gotta turn your radio down behind you. That'll help okay, you out. Okay, okay, it's down. It's down. Well, well, well let me so, tell you, it's gonna it's going to be hit or miss because going into yesterday's game, if you looked at the last six games, the A's had hit two ninety, eight home runs. 34 runs now that's not bad for six games so it's like so far the offense it's it's been a little hit or miss but it hasn't been like there's been no offense there's been there's been a little bit of stretches where they have scored runs it's been the pitching that's killed him yeah so that yeah now tonight they seem to pitch they seem to have pitched okay i mean correct me if i'm wrong but they the pitching was all right it's just that there wasn't any offense and i think that's what killed them well yeah i mean you get shot what you don't score any runs you're not gonna win i mean that's and you know night in and night out and thank you albert for the phone call it it's gonna be all over the place it just is now that's where, you, you know, but I'm going to be fair. Like, it, you know, yesterday wasn't a whole lot of offense either. But before then, you you look at the series when you start looking at what happened in Baltimore and New York. You combine that last six games, you had offense. So, yeah, it's this is what you're going to get. Nothing is going to be consistent. If it, 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 you know, just warning you now. I mean, if you haven't figured that out after. A couple weeks, you're not going to have a whole lot of consistency. That's not happening. You know, there's going to be times where, yeah, you're probably going to score some runs in bunches, and it's also going to depend on what kind of pitching you're facing, what kind of team you're facing, what do, what do they bring into the party. But do do I expect pitching? Do I expect offense, either one, to be one of the tops in baseball? No. I mean, we've already seen that, I mean, pitching's already, it's this is already the, the worst 
worst ERA in baseball. It's the worst starters ERA in baseball. The bullpen is pitching far too many innings right now. That's not sustainable, and it's not going to work. I, I, I hate bringing it up constantly, but it's just the truth. When you're going to use, I always call it a law firm game, where it's going to be the law firm of Mole, Caprelli, and May, Love Lady, and Aller. When you're going to that law firm, you're in trouble. It's a case you're not going to win. You're losing that one in court, folks. Because what happens? You, The guy who controls the ball, the guy who's on the mound, anybody who controls a ball, a puck, whatever the sport, it's so vital. The person who handles the ball, the point guard, the quarterback, the center in hockey, the people who handle the object are so important. And what you do and how you handle that object means so much. Pitchers mean so much to the game. They affect so much the outcome of the game. And when you're asking X amount of pitchers to pitch every game, it takes one guy to screw it up, one guy to have a bad night, one guy to not have control. I mean, look at May. May got beat with two really bad change-ups. He walks Suzuki. Wisdom hung a change-up, double. And then he hung a change-up to Bellinger, base hit. And before you know it, boom, it's 2 nothing. So it's like, take, it takes one off night from one guy. So that's, that's why this whole theory that front offices have that they don't want the starter going through the lineup a third time because their data says that whoever the pitcher is, nameless pitcher, his data is better than the starter going through a third time. Well, the problem is you're going through a third time. We're taking guys out. It's five and dive. And now you got to cover these innings with the bullpen. And some years you're going to get away with it. Some years you're going to have a good bullpen. We see teams, especially now that we're, we are using bullpens the last couple of years, more than we've ever used bullpens in the history of the game. And we see it's fickle. Year to year, you don't know what you're getting. One year, I mean, we watched Blake Trinan be historic here in Oakland. Blake Trinan was historic in the year he had. Was he the same guy next year? Has he ever been the same guy since? He was never that guy before, and he's never been that guy since. You just don't know year to year. We had no clue what Lou Trevino you were getting. Lou Trevino came out, and it was rolling dice. You got no idea with these bullpen guys. And now you're going to pitch four or five of them a night? You really think you're going to get three or four guys to all come out and be lights out out of the bullpen night after night after night? Not going to happen. It's not. It's a dangerous game to play. And teams are getting burned by it. Let's hear from the manager, Mark Kotze, after this 4 nothing loss. Um, I think he's got conviction to uh, to his changeup. 
Um, and we saw that tonight. Power of the changeup is it's a really good pitch. Um, you know, it disrupts timing of the hitters. Uh, you know, you can if you've got a good changeup and <clears throat> it makes your fastball play up, uh, which I think we saw tonight. Hitters' timing was off. Um, you know, Wall did a great job. I mean, five innings, three walks, but five punch. Um, you know, he really, really uh, commanded the baseball, threw strikes, pounded the zone, and, and I, again, I said like. I don't know the percentage of change-ups tonight, but uh, I, I'm going to assume just by watching the game that it was a lot more uh, than, than his previous outings. So Rook, uh, tight hamstring um, on that play that he went after the ball uh, in the first inning. Uh, took his head back, got on the bases, and just felt it was uh, you know, continuing to be tight, kind of every stride he could feel it. So um, rather than push him, uh, Took the cautionary side and, and took him out of the game. Yeah, you know, for Cap, um, again, as thin as our bullpen is, uh, felt he was a good option to come in there in the seventh inning. Um, liked what he did. And, uh, you know, it's still, um, whether we go forward with Cap in the bullpen, we're still going to decide that. Um, but uh, I, I did like what I saw. There was competitiveness, uh, presence, and, uh, you know, he was able to get out of that inning. You know, I think Trev, um, you know, we all go through these tough patches. Um, you know, he's uh, he's a veteran. He's a competitor. Um, you know, you, you believe in those guys. You put them back out there. And, uh, you know, fortunately tonight, I think there was just a, cute, a, a couple pitches. He could have got a, a call on Wisdom. The, the, the curveball earlier in the at-bat I thought was a strike. Um, you know, goes deeper in the at-bat. Um, you know, gives up a change-up hit to him. And uh, then just mislocation on Bellinger with another changeup where we were going for a punch out there. Samuel's gotten into nine games this year, hasn't allowed a hit. What have you seen from him this season? Yeah, Sammy. Sammy's starting to throw the ball with uh, conviction, um, power sinker, uh, you know, power breaking ball. Uh, really liking the, the 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 progress that he's made. You know, he struggled a little bit early, even though he hasn't given up a hit with the command. But he is really, um, you know, the last two three outings. Um, been convicted to throwing over the plate and letting his sinker work, and, and it's it's showing right now. Yes, we knew after we talked to you about Danny Jimenez going in several lists. Is this something you think is only going to be 15 days, or you think it's going to be a long-term thing? Yeah, I, I don't have the MRI results. Uh, we did get him evaluated, uh, no more in the morning. Um, but uh, we're hopeful that this isn't a, a, a longer than a 15-day uh, IL stint for Danny. Uh, you know, Danny's a tough kid. Danny's not one to say anything. He pitches uh, until he can't, and uh, and that was you know what obviously happened uh, today. He went out to play catch, and it was still bothering him uh, enough for Danny to say something. So hopefully, this isn't a long-term issue. Do uh, do hitters take different approaches leading off an inning? I said that because I think the last two nights you've had three leadoff batters aboard, and you start every inning with, two, with an out basically. Before you get going, you put yeah, I, I think in terms of you know, leadoff hitters, you know, when you're leading off an inning, I mean, you're still hunting your pitch. There's still an aggressiveness to attacking the zone, uh, which we talk a lot about. Uh, you know, you you look at you know hitters that are, are a little bit less aggressive or, or more passive that hit behind in the count. Those guys have a lot of confidence with hitting with two strikes and getting deeper in the counts. Um, but you know, our goal obviously is to to get on base and. Uh, you know, these pitchers the last two nights have attacked us. They've thrown strikes and, and really haven't given us a chance to, 
you know, you know, take a free base, and so you tip your cap to that. Is Diaz coming up tomorrow also? Uh, Jordan Diaz will be here. Um, you know, in, um, I think he's catching a flight and on his way. Yeah. Interesting. When we wake up, we'll see what we hear what the moves are. But Jordan Diaz is going to show up. So not just one, two young guys on the way. More to come. Once again, not trying to sell you anything. What I'm trying to tell you is if they weren't 3-15, and 15, it wouldn't be happening. If this was a different record, if it was close to 500, you could see you could see this roster. But we now know this roster, what it is right now, it's not working. It's not working. You're not seeing consistency anywhere. So at now it's forcing David Force, and I like that David's David's doing it. David literally could sit back and say, you know what? These are the moves we made in the offseason. We're sticking with this, and this is how we're going forward. But David's like, you know what? I, I'm not going to I'm not not going to stand for that. I, I like the fact he's willing to change. Some some general managers will let stuff rot just to prove they're right. And if you were able to listen or able to watch, I know. On with our friends NBC Sports California, they were playing David Force. David Force came down today and talked to the media. Of course, we had him on Friday. You can hear the David Force show on Ace Cast and Ace Cast Live. But he, you know, he was talking about change and different players, and they're not. They're just not going to sit here and watch the same thing over and over and over again. They'll start making change. I've mentioned this. I've been telling you, this will not stay same old, same old if they keep losing. And here you go. Now 3-15, and 15 and there's going to be change. You have two young guys coming up. Mason Miller, they told us, going to be in the rotation. I want to hold him to that. Let's see it. I don't care if he goes out tomorrow and gives up 12 runs in the first inning. I want him back out there again and back out there again and back out there again. Let young guys play. Let them fail. Let them succeed. Throw them in the deep end. Throw them into the deep end of the pool and say, time to learn how to swim. And I think a lot of you would agree with me. That's what I would like to see. That's why I want to see Ryan Noda play. I want to see Ruiz play. I want to see Capel play. I like Capel. I know he made an error tonight. That's a couple errors now, but I also had a double. I like Capel. Let them play. Let's see what they got. And when Diaz gets here, let them play. You don't bring young guys up to sit them. You don't bring young guys up to play once every three days or get a pinch hit here. Young guys, because otherwise you just shouldn't bring them up and leave them in AAA and let them play. And I, and I think that's what the front office is going to do. It's going to be like, all right, let's start playing these guys. And it's going to be the job of the coaching staff to, this is where this is where you earn your money. This is where Mark Kotze, because Kotze knows he was a young player. 
This is where, whether it's Tommy Everidge or, or it's Scott Emerson, this is where you're part psychologist. We think it's all physical, but the majority of it really is mental. Everybody's got, everybody's got physical talent. It's helping these guys. It's building them up. And when they're going good, help them keep going good. And when they're going bad, make them realize they're not bad. And it's not as bad as they think. And to keep them positive and keep and help them get through the bad times. You usher them through the bad times and you build them up and keep them going when the stuff's going well. That's coaching. Time to coach. What you get paid to do. People forget about that. I remember having this conversation before with Bob Melvin after what, 2014. It's like, you know, going into some of those years, it's like, hey, you know what? This is what we do. We coach. It's time, you know, when you have a veteran team and you win a lot of games, you don't have to do a lot of that. But when you got younger guys, sometimes you got you got to go back to your roots. It's what, you, it's what, these, it's what these men got into this profession to do. It's to coach. It's to lead. It's to teach. It's to help people get better. That's their job. Bring them to the big league level and let the top, what we believe are the top coaches in the Oakland A's system, which is the big leagues, the highest level. Let's learn from the best coaches we got. We've got the best data here. We got the best equipment here. We got the best knowledge here. Let's let them learn at the best spot. And I know there's people through all these, oh, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to already know when you get to the big leagues. And I don't listen to that stuff anymore. So much of that stuff is like, so much stuff is so old and archaic. It's just like, no one wants to hear it anymore. Got young players. You're not a great team. Bring them up. Let's go. Time to get your feet wet. Time to learn. And you're going to learn here. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. With more sunshine returning, it's time to get outside and make the most of what Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Like 27 championship caliber holes tucked in the beautiful hills of San Jose. And take advantage of their amazing Bay Area views for your next special event. It's all for you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club, an award-winning venue designed to peacefully take you away from the bustle of Silicon Valley. Go to CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Make your way to the ballpark on Sunday, April 30th to watch your A's go head-to-head with the Cincinnati Reds. Get there early to grab your very own Tony Kemp poster presented by Kaiser Permanente. This one-of-a-kind poster giveaway features TK and his iconic catch. Diving play to his right. Unbelievable catch by Tony Kemp. Spectacular. Tickets start at just $10 and are available at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. 
Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. This is A's Clubhouse. All right, it's time to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. A little double dip. We've had bad weather, so a double dip between the Guardians and the Tigers. It was the Tigers winning 4-3, to three, and then it was the Tigers winning one zip. They swept the double dip and sends Cleveland to 9-9 nine and nine on the season. Phillies and the White Sox, same deal. They had a double dip. Philly wins 
Game one, seven to four. Game two goes to the White Sox, a three zip. Tampa smokes Cincinnati, 10 zip. They are now 15 and three. How about the Giants? <laughs> wow. The Giants lose again in South Florida. Look at the Marlins. Huh? The Marlins, we, we've talked about the AL East. Oh, it's going to be the Mets, highest payroll. The Braves, Braves have been really good. But Phillies, oh, it's the AL East. No one talked about the Marlins. Look out. The Marlins with the win over the Giants, 4-2. to two. Marlins are 10-8 and eight this year. A.J. Puck with his third save of the year. Baltimore shuts out Washington, one zip. It was Boston over Minnesota, 5-4, a final in 10. The game in the Bronx, Shohei Otani goes deep early. They're calling it Otani versus Judge Week on MLB Network, which, by the way, I like. I like that they're doing it. Um, No different than when you have a big matchup in the NBA or the NFL and they got the star players and they go big over it. Do the same thing. I mentioned it earlier today on A's Cast Live. When you'd have Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers, they'd build that up for the whole week for Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football. Do the same here. Take advantage of it. Shohei Otani is a global superstar right now, and he's playing in New York against the Yankees. Build that thing up. Good for baseball. And the Angels get the win over the Yankees 5-2. to two. Marcus Simeon goes, yeah, we got to check. Let me check Marcus Simeon's stats here real quick because Marcus Simeon is on fire. Marcus Simeon, two for three, three RBIs, home run number four for him. So Marcus and the Rangers over the Royals, 12 to 2. Arizona, I keep telling you, look out for the Snakes. They beat St. Louis 8 to 7. Tori Lavello in Arizona, they are 11 and 7 right now. Toronto beats Houston 4 to 2. Pirates, another shocker in the Central. They win 5 to 3 over the Rockies and raise the Jolly Roger. They're now 11 and a 7 on the year. Padres stink. Everybody tried to say the Padres were, oh, look out for the Padres. And now it's going to be, oh, here's Fernando Tatis Jr. Braves, that's the team right now. You want to look at a team right now that, you know, you say, hey, you know, who 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 could win the World Series? And I know it's way early, but you look at the Atlanta Braves. They beat the Padres 8-1 to in San Diego. Braves have now won 10 of 11 on the road this year including eight in a row. You start the year eight in a row, a streak like that, when eight in, ro- eight, eight, when in, uh, eight in a row on the road, and 10 of 11, it says a lot about your ball club. Matt Olson went deep, three-run shot, and that one Braves are 14 and four. And a final in 11, it was Milwaukee as they take down the Mariners 6-5. to five. And congratulations to Clayton Kershaw. Dodgers shut out the Mets 5-zip. Clayton Kershaw gets career win number 200. Now, you think about that for a second. I went and looked it up. Adam Wainwright, he's a few wins away. I think when he gets healthy, he definitely gets to that number. And the next guy... 
that will get to that number will be Garrett Cole. Now, it's going to be a few years. Garrett Cole will get to 200 wins. After that, I don't know who. Because there's some older guys that are up over 100, but Madison Baumgartner's never going to get there. Johnny Cueto's never going to get there. You're going to have Kershaw. You're going to have Wainwright. You'll have Garrett Cole. After that, I, I don't know. I really don't know when we'll see another person get to the level that Clayton Kershaw got tonight, career win number 200. What a great pitcher he has been. Now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron 1155. Johnny Dasco will be hosting that. I will be, uh, I'm stepping in for Brody Brazil tomorrow. I'll be doing A's pregame live on NBC Sports California. Nico Horner, the kid from Oakland, grew up in Oakland, grew up an A's fan. Spent a lot of time as a youth in this ballpark, now playing second base, one of the top stolen base guys in baseball right now. You'll hear from him tomorrow. Going to be really good. Uh, Special kid. Went to Stanford. And this is a big series for him, coming back home and playing at the Coliseum. He will definitely be on tomorrow. First pitch is going to be at 1237. Mason Miller. Making his debut. Everybody's going to watch. Going to be special. Going to be fun. Jordan Diaz is going to be here. Is he going to be in the lineup? I don't know. When you start to make these kinds of moves, people start to get excited. You're not going to be happy about the record. But let me remind you, if the record was way better, this wouldn't be happening. So there's a couple different ways to look at it. A shutout. Buy the Cubs for Zip. Enjoy the rest of the evening, and we'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.